Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the show, Beyond the Dog with Lynn Bokey. Appreciate that. You can send me a, an email with questions, comments, concerns, anything you want at askbeyondthedog at gmail.com. That is askbeyondthedog at gmail.com. Let me hear from you. We got John Flores on the show today from I Pity the Bull. You're going to fall in love with him if you haven't already. This is uh, the conversation that I had while I was out at Lisa Porter's house from Canine Behavior College. He drove all the way up to, uh, to, to be a guest on the show. And this is our conversation. First day I was here, there was like 15 deer, and they were all laying down under a tree. As I don't know. It's just wild. Very peaceful. Yeah. Very peaceful out here. Yeah, definitely. So how was the family? The family is good. Um, how old is that little shit stick of yours? Oh, man. He's going to be two in October. So he's just about a year and a half. I see him on on your Instagram all the time. He's he's getting to that age where he's starting to develop features in his face. He's, yes. Um, and he's just a smiley guy. Yeah. I'm realizing he... They say kids are sponges, and I've known that, but it's different when you have your own kid that you're around 24-7, and he starts doing things that you do. Yeah. Well, they they are sponges. They just study you. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't want to do that. <laughs> How's everybody else? Everyone's good. Uh, Bree's good. She's um, she's back to work full-time. Yeah? Yeah, she's what, back to work full-time. What is she doing now? She works at a pest control company. Oh, hmm. I'm surprised she's still with you. That would yeah. be a pest that she would control. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give her any ideas, Lynn. And I won't. So we'll edit that out for her. <laughs> and that that cute little girl. Oh, Jaden. She's uh, she's nine. Oh man. Going on thirty. Yeah, she's very adult. Very adult. Extremely adult. Um, but she's still nine, and I have to keep reminding myself that. Uh, yeah, they grow up so fast, huh? Uh, tell everybody what I Pity the Bull does exactly. Uh, we're an organization uh, based on humane education, and we rescue also. But we go to schools, and we teach kids about how to care for an animal and uh, responsible pet ownership. But we also tie in pit bull discrimination and breed discrimination on dogs, and we correlate it to bullying in the schools. So at the end of the day, the whole humane education class is about kindness, just being kind to one another. If you wouldn't hurt a dog or tease a dog, why would you do it to your fellow classmate? That's right. What age groups are you working at? Oh, we go from third grade all the way up to seniors in high school, and we just got asked to do the same seminar for the city of Ontario. The entire city. For all the workers. Wow. What's the response you get from the kids? What kind of response? I mean, are, are they happy? Or, you know, sometimes when you when when people get upstage to talk to a group, they kind of start looking at the clock and uh, start checking it, breathing heavy and yawning. But I bet with the kids, you bring dogs, right? We bring dogs and we bring speakers. But what I have noticed is that seventh graders are easily distracted please oh they're pleased more than the eighth graders the eighth graders are too cool they're too cool for you oh yeah so it's that middle that, that middle age before, where they from child to thinking they're adult <laughs> yes the eighth graders you can't impress them at all it's 
It's crickets sometimes. The dogs could actually talk, and it wouldn't. Exactly. They're like, the only time they start to show any kind of uh, reaction to anything is when you tell them uh, you're going to cut the, the class early because they look bored. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. And then uh, they have to go back to class, and they're like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, we'll, we'll answer your the, questions. The class, no, no, standing ovation. We're here. We're right now. But the seventh graders, they're they're all about it. Yeah. I bet. And and the younger ones probably ask the silliest questions, right? I mean, it's not even on the topic of dogs, probably. No, you know, sometimes they just want to, the younger ones, they just want to tell you, they're so honest. I, yeah. They're so honest, and they don't realize how honest they are, and you, you'd be surprised how they just kind of talk about what their family does with the dogs. It's about, it's before the filter is uh, um, made and, and uh, developed. <laughs> well, it's like, they don't, the way they're saying it, they don't think that it's anything wrong. It's just how life is, but it's great. I'm learning how to talk to below sixth graders. So from like sixth grade and up, I'm really good, but the younger ones I still struggle with. So I do a lot of observing. Yeah. When I, when you first had your little boy, you, if you don't mind me talking about it, you had difficulties. It's your own son. You couldn't even uh, hold awkward. him. Yes. You're very awkward. Awkward. And, Leave it to you to be the first one to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was right after that, you, I think you started to enjoy holding him, right? Oh, yeah. I, um, you know, every time I talk with you, you, it's funny because you were supposed to teach me about dogs, but you've taught me about life. Mm. But dogs is life. Yes. It's all the same. But it's ever since that day I talked to you, I just started enjoying him more and more and more and stop talk stop thinking about what I was doing wrong or if I was gonna do this right or is this what a parent should do. I just I just went I just did it. What was it that made you feel like you couldn't be near him and alone with him and Um It was I had nothing to provide for him. He was breastfeeding. Yeah. So I at that age he only knows how to survive instinctually and only mom can provide that and i took that real personal yeah you felt you were unneeded and yes yes i remember i remember us talking about that that was it was good though i see you all the time you got him on your back and your pack i mean it's i got you the next thing i'm going to help you with is i think he's a little too big to be carrying him in the backpack i know you got attached to him it's, it's time to let him walk it's easier for me to walk the dogs with him back there but he's his legs his feet are touching my butt so that thing's about to reach yeah and he's above your head so it's like the crow's nest in a pirate ship he's standing up and got a bird's eye view of everything yeah. oh yeah my neighbors they're already they're already teasing me yeah, that's great though that's great <laughs> so what's the next thing for i pity the bull uh you're getting ready to talk to the city of Ontario. Yes. And does that uh, make you nervous? Because it's adults now. You just got used to talking to the kids. You're going to go out there and start talking to adults as if they're kids. <laughs> it's ranging from 18 to like 50 years old. Oh, boy. Well, you better hold. Yeah, that's a quite a lot of a scale of attention you must hold. And we can't bring dogs. What? So It's like pity the bull. It's about yeah. dogs. So we're just going to roll with it. And there's been schools that don't allow us to bring dogs. So why is that? Is it like a uh, insurance? Okay, all right. Insurance purposes. It's not even a breed thing. It's just any dog. 
Okay. Um, That's interesting. Though. Yeah. But the the biggest message though in the schools is about the bullying, so that you don't necessarily need a dog for that. No, but it, it's Elvis is. I have a fear of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I I don't like it. I I I get real nervous before it happens, and having Elvis up there with me makes it all go away. So mm-hmm. anytime I've not had him with me, I've had to mentally prepare myself even more. Well, let me help you out. He's with you all the time. Isn't that a picture of him on your own? This is true. So next time, you don't have to mentally prepare yourself. You just look at what time it is. He's right there. What time it is? Calm time. Yes. I got my boy with me. Yes. Because I, I know it's like, everyone's like, he's so good. He's so calm in public, but people only knew what he does for me. Yeah. Yeah, what the dogs do that in uh, for people, but they literally do that for some people as a job. Yeah, and I look down at him, and I'm like, we always tease him because he always looks so unimpressed yeah. with anything. But yeah, Elvis is in the building. Yes, <laughs> but he does. He does help me through a lot of this, and but I won't have him for this one. But do you, do you think that the uh, that nervousness and that calming that you need from him is based on how many head injuries you had? Do you think that might have impacted? Um, no, I've always had a fear of public speaking, even like we do oral reports in grade school. Oh, I hated that. I would just go first so I could get it over with. Oh. It would just be that. Like rip that band-aid off in front of everybody. Oh yeah. Because if oh. I went second, what if the person in front of me did really good? I don't want to follow that up, so I would just go first. Yeah, I had similar experiences when in high school as a senior uh, in biology class, I think. Well, in all the classes, they they make everybody read like a paragraph or two out loud. And so I'm like counting the – because I have a really – low ability of reading uh, I didn't really do a lot in school but uh, that's here there but I'd count one two okay I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the tenth person reading and so I try to count the the number of paragraphs to where I might be but sometimes he'd let people read four paragraphs and then others one and I don't know that I got to make it through all of it and that's even more embarrassing because you're trying to read and then you can just feel the the eyes rolling and other people like oh my you know and so that's it can create a horrible (laughs) yes I used to look at the paragraphs I used to scan ahead and see what words I was going to have trouble pronouncing that's and then I would count to see if that was going to be my paragraph that's exactly what I did and it never was yeah the paragraph very embarrassing I think they stopped doing that in schools now oh really yeah yeah I don't understand school anymore yeah now it's a participation trophies for everyone yes and common core math is (laughs) yeah it's ruining I can't help Jaden with her homework anymore (laughs) Uh, Jaden, this is above my education level. What's going on here? <laughs> oh, yeah, she thinks I know everything. Well, she knows everything. She's yeah. so smart. And so when I can't do her math, she looks at me almost like, I know how to do something you don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's not good. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a struggle, but we... Jeez. Uh... <laughs> so after the uh, Ontario thing with all the adults the city uh what's on the agenda for for pity the bull I mean, what's what's the biggest thing going on i know that we'll, we'll talk about it you got the positive change program you're working on but what's what's next for you guys we are actually well, this is the first place i'm going to say publicly we're mm-hmm. actually going to be a rescue 
Oh. So this whole time we have been fostering for other rescues, helping other rescues raise money. And um, ever since I met you, I've actually been helping directors of smaller rescues make sure they pull the right dogs based That's on so important. what they can handle so they're not spending their resources <laughs> spending thousands of dollars on dog trainers yeah, for that a, only dog trainers can handle. For emotional reasons, pulling the dog out, it's, it's yes, that's an excellent thing. And just so everybody understands, you keep, John keeps referencing me, John is uh, my my business school of dog psychology. He is the school of dog psychology's uh, educational partner. And so if you follow I Pity the Bull, you often hear him uh, quoting the School of Dog Psychology or me. And uh, he's been great with that. And I love hearing what you're what you're doing now. So what, what are you going to get a location? Or are you going to just kind of... We're going to start my board, Tara, and the rest of my board has been pushing for this. Mm. And I've been... Well, how many years has I Pity the Bull been around? Four years. Four years. So it's on on a grand scheme of things, it's relatively new. Very new. And you've made a massive impact already because I travel around the world doing my my shadow programs, and I always wear an I pity the bull hat. And people come up to me all the time. They're either asking me what it means or they're saying I follow John. And so it's amazing to see how what an impact you can have. Thank you. It's um. Sometimes I think it's going faster than I'm ready for. Uh, yeah, that growing pains is... Yeah, and it's just about staying organized, but I have people around me that help me stay organized. Yeah, we, we need it. <laughs> and here I am, 50, and I'm just now starting to look at getting people to help me stay on task. I actually have a shared calendar with like three other people. <laughs> and they all triple check you yes, make sure they, you're on they time all, they all do yeah we're the talent you know we just like to show up well, that's what i've been told they're like you're the face be the face that's right do your thing we'll do ours right so that's something you haven't announced to anybody not yet we're, it, um it's still i pity the bull but now it's going to be i pity the bull rescue the bull foundation so we okay became a non-profit last year okay and i have room because i'm going to be very picky about my fosters mm. And right now, it's just me and Tara being the fosters. And I have room for one to three dogs. At a time. That's the best way to do it right now, especially we just talked about growing too fast. You've been around a while, but you've, and you've already been fostering for other rescues. Now it's time to foster for your own, and you don't need to do a, uh, too much. Nope. You know, it, a lot of people think a rescue has to have 50 dogs in it, and that's just uh, unreasonable. It's, uh, you know, it's overwhelming for people at times. Anybody can start a rescue and just do two at a time, you know, and, and uh, that's that would save more dogs if, if we did it that way than a few rescues doing 50 at a time and you see these people who work with rescues and they're like if you put a picture of what they look like before uh, rescue and what they look like now it might look like like one of those things on 2020 where this person's been doing meth and this person has been doing heroin that just age so fast yeah. because it is overwhelming you know to to go into these places knowing that the majority of these dogs are going to be put down and it's yeah it's 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 tough mm. It's tough, but at the same time, I know my limits. That's the most important thing. Know thyself, right? A lot of rescues take dogs that they just aren't qualified to handle. And when they come back, what do you do now? 
Well, good, man. I think that is uh, very smart, very intelligent that you're doing that. And then maybe over time, because you just announced it, right? over time, you might uh, get to a point where you have a facility and, you know, yeah. is that a, maybe a goal down the line? That's my goal. So I can have people like you, you come in and you teach class, not to just people who love dogs, but to directors of rescues and stuff. And we, we work on this and we have dogs there that are also rescue dogs, but there's a learning. Someone's coming there to learn no matter what, whether it's a Girl Scout troop, whether it's these guys that get out of positive change that need somewhere to transition mm -hmm. or just a place for people to learn. Yes. And you could be that, uh, that place where other rescues around the world can come and learn how to do it better. Yes, it's, um, and you know, I've, a lot of rescues, they don't like what I have to say well, at first, but they keep. Well, when you pay, coming. when you take duct tape and put it across your mouth and say that it's a muzzle, you know, it, uh, which I, by the way, love. Thank you. And, uh, it makes a big statement and it proves a point and it, uh, draws attention to the cause. I love that. So you are working with Marley's Mutts uh, yes. a lot through, or you're working with the positive change through Marley's Mutts. Yeah. And tell, tell us about uh, positive change first. Oh man, um, positive change is a program where they pull dogs that would be euthanized and pair them up with inmates in the, in the prisons. And we teach the, pri the prisoners or the inmates how to train the dogs, get them ready for CGC. And, What's CGC for uh, people? Canine Good Citizen. So go. it's the first 10 steps that a dog, it's like the first 10 steps of a test that a dog has to pass before they become a service dog or a therapy dog. Okay. Uh, but the two weeks before that. It's not a participation trophy for the dog. <laughs> they have to earn it. They have to pass. That's it's good. A pass or fail. Yes. Um, and you can take the test as many times as you want, though. And you can take as long as you want. Okay, excellent. So there's no there's no time limit. The longer you take, the better anyway. So Exactly. Mm -hmm. But with these guys are so prepared. I mean, they they knock it out. Pretty well, they fast. they kind of have nothing else to to do, really. Well, I mean, they have jobs. Oh, uh, they have jobs. At oh, home. it's um, they have jobs. They go to school. Wow, so prison has have, changed has since changed. my perception of it's, um, of prison. So we got to make sure they are paired up in teams. So we got to make sure that their teammates are. They call it. They actually a lot of them refer to co-parenting because some some go to night school, some go to day school. Oh wow! Right. So you literally trade. I'm I'm going to work right now, and you need to take care of yes. Sparky. Yep. And you obviously because it's prison, you got to make sure that they aren't in opposite uh, gangs or sections. Oh no. Oh really? They no. It's uh. That's I, one of the first questions we ask them. Uh, if they can work with a so so as an example, big uh, like a, a white supremacist and and any other race, you put yes. them together and they and they work. How does that work in the in the prison system yard where they're kind of like uh, ambassadors, so to speak, that they've got to talk. You know, other countries they get together that, that don't like each other, but they got to speak. How does that work out in in the prison? You know, it just, it just does. I, I don't like that. It just does. Well, but you know, it's like, but it does. I mean, walk through the yard with a dog in a prison yard, everyone turns into a little kid. Wow. Everyone just becomes 10 years old again. And just to have a dog on the yard, it changes the complete, it just changes it. I, I think about prison and you got sociopaths and, you know, just 
the worst of the worst, I, I worry that some of these people, and they practice on kittens and dogs when they're growing up. How do you, how do you feel comfortable that nobody's going to do anything to a dog in there? Well, it's to be considered for the program, you have to have 12 months, no disciplinary action. Mm -hmm. You cannot have any kind of violation or offense against any man or woman, child or animal. Okay. But what about the rest of the population? Not, you know, kicking the dog as they go by or maybe, hey, I got your dog a little treat and it's got some sort of peroxide or... Right. Or I, I guess that's... Peroxide's that's, okay for dogs. It makes them throw up, but, you know, borax or something, you know. It's... With, with everything, with any kind of program. Or you anything, take the risk. You've got to take the risk or else you'll never find out if it works. And so far, it's been working. That's that's amazing. You know, yeah. I, I applaud you guys for that because I have trust issues and especially around dogs. And that's why I'm, I'm oh, no, talking to you about it this way because I just don't see how it's possible. Uh, they actually have it in their cell, the dog in their cell. They're not allowed in the cell because not at night. They, are, they have to put up a mesh. So it can't get out. Yes, yeah, because they could train them to send here. Go send this note down like a carrier pigeon. <laughs> here, send this uh, blade, this this shiv down to so and so ten doors down. Well, also <laughs> all the doors shut. Right. So it takes someone to control the door. So if something happens to the dog, oh, okay, it takes a long time for everyone to. Mm. They can't just open the door whenever they want. Right. So they have to be in there in a mesh. So where do the dogs stay if they don't stay in the room? Uh, well, they're getting worked on. They get worked with from like six in the morning to nine o'clock at night, oh, oh. and then they sleep either in crates okay. or in outdoor kennels. Okay, so there's a location for them. Yeah, depending on the weather, is depends on where they sleep. What's the uh, process? To, I, I can't. I know Zach keeps asking me to go, and everybody keeps. Hey, you got to get you down to the prison. I'll tell you right now, I'm never going to the prison, guys. And it's not because I don't love you. I love you. I just uh, can't to go anywhere where I might feel trapped. To get, you can't get out. It's just a, a weird thing with me. And uh, I, to be honest, though, aside from that clear honesty, I'm not sure my energy is good for the guys in there because they're all day long dealing with people who are, you know, confrontational. And my style of teaching is upfront and, you know, uh, truth if you can't handle the truth ask somebody else type of thing and so i don't know that i would benefit uh everybody and i can go in and be calm but then there's the other thing i don't want to be trapped what's right. what's the process like to get in there do you have to be strip searched every time i mean because um, you see the movies oh, you know yeah. and it, you know the people are passing stuff to their uh people are visiting how do they know what what that you guys aren't doing i mean and we'll get to that one in a minute with yeah. the women but what's the process like they just they they don't search us. They check no? our bags. Okay. What we bring in. Do you have to go through a metal detector or anything like that? No. Wow. Nope. And okay. Then, uh, it's like we bring dog food, when we bring supplies. They have someone. They go somewhere. They got to check it out to make yeah. sure it's. They go somewhere. Probably an X-ray. Probably an X-ray thing to go through that. Well, um, wow. I mean, do you have to do like a full-on background check or anything? Yes. Has anybody that you've taken in there to work with the, the dogs and the prison mates, the inmates, not passed? Meaning, of all, one of you guys that wanted to go in and work, like, what, oh. what if I didn't pass the background check? I, I feel like I might be the, one of the only ones 
that had any kind of <laughs> <laughs> any kind of question mark. History. We got a question mark on this <laughs> this guy. I pity that John Bull guy. I got a, so. And they let you in. They you did the test, the background yeah, check. Yeah, background checked out. Okay, I had uh, I think I had trespassing and like petty mm, theft. Don't trust John. Right. Well, how, how many males? Is you, Zach. Is there another male? There's uh, Robert. Robert. And there's Ty. So there's four guys, and there's at least six women that that are. Yes. So how is that in the prison yard? Is that do you find any like construction workers whistling, "Hey, baby"? Is it stuff like that happening? Um, they don't. They'll try, but again, it's all energy. Mm -hmm. So the energy that Leah and Lisa and Kim and Stephanie. I mean, they're walking. Angela and, and Angela. They're walking through the yard with like three or four dogs mm -hmm. that may or may not be like pit bulls or Dobermans or Rottweilers or but they're But they're handling them. Dogs that are associated. So the, the, in prison, there's you look at somebody and you either have respect for them or, or they're a target. And so they, they're automatic respect because automatic, of... Automatic. Just the way... I mean, I've watched them walk through the yard. That's, a, that's awesome. They walk through there like... I might go into prison uh, with you guys one day just to see that. Yeah, but not... But not really. I'm not going in. Yeah. But that, and I know these girls uh, for the most part, and they do have an energy about them that uh, stands alone. And, uh, uh, none of the guys have ever, no one's inappropriate during class. They're super respectful. Um, that's amazing. And what? then it's the guys, the males that become more of the mentor sensitive, like, how are you feeling? They become, the oh, nice wow. Guy. Oh, okay. I'm the nice trainer. Okay. <laughs> You know, so um, which is but they awesome. you're the nice trainer, but they know every one of the girls' names. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's wild. But yeah, it's uh, and Zach told me when I was going in that I would be more of a mentor, someone they need that, someone that they can relate to, someone to talk to about stuff outside of dogs and maybe what's it's going to be like when they get out. Mm. And you just recently had two guys that just got out. I think there's three guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, and you know, I see um, the 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 Instagram and the Facebook photos, and I I feel for them because I I, I watch you guys' stories and and hear how great these guys are, but dealing with their life in prison, they gotta get certain tattoos and and facial tattoos, and I'm like, I I kind of I don't know, I feel bad for them. How are they gonna? work uh with those because they want to be dog trainers and some of these people i just know wouldn't they are they trying are they looking into getting some laser oh yeah tattoo removal yeah we have one guy he's looking he's already booked his appointment that's amazing that's that's commitment removal and um, that's good and i i i tell i'm as upfront with them as possible you know i i told a number of the guys if you know that's awesome you're getting out but take some time to adapt um, yes but we got you gotta get yourself in position acclimate um exactly to acclimate and it's a whole it's going to be a different world out there and uh you know to us i tell them all the time to us you're amazing you're great with dogs but to the general public you're an expellent yeah. you're all the things that i've been asking about exactly yeah. and so we want to what are you doing to help you are telling them to 
Uh, this is going to be edited because I can't even get two words out of my mouth. But so, so you help them understand that they need to acclimate. Is there something after prison program that they can go and talk to somebody? Because that's got to be like a almost like a war PTSD type of a, a feeling. The overwhelming freedom, too much freedom all at one time. And then that once that goes away, now you can see the judgments. Because you're just so happy probably at first that you're out and breathing. And that could be scary and, and, and cause anxiety. I mean, I've never been. I don't. But I could imagine maybe, you know, maybe that's why so many guys end up going back. Well, there is a, a certain comfort to structure, you know. And uh, some people probably want to get back there. But others probably can't handle the freedom. We deal with dogs all the time that can't handle the freedom. Yes. And uh, I can see how they just fall back, you know. I think because of the type of class that's being taught, because there's a lot of dog programs mm. going on in prisons, in different prisons all over the United States. But there, on this one, there's a big emphasis on dog psychology and your energy. And right. your energy affects everyone around you, not just the dogs. Which is ultimately human psychology. You gotta, exactly. Uh, you know, I, my rule number one is always be in control, you know, and the, f the most important form, the most valuable form of control is self-control. So yes. understanding that at a depth from, from you guys is probably, they probably never heard stuff like that or felt stuff like that before. And we use the dogs to oh. help out the humans. Oh, just to uh, <laughs> layer in that uh, yeah. understanding is amazing. So but, um, I've been in contact with one, with one guy that's been out and just, we just talk. We just talk. Is he? Hey, does I, he have a different tone now that he's out? Do you feel a different energy from him now that he's out? He's the same guy, and I mean this in the most positive way. He's the same guy. That's that, all. That he was when I met him. So you, some of these guys you're probably meeting are like it's very unfortunate how they get in here. Why are they? In they shouldn't be in here. Is that the type of guy you're talking about? I mean, we all make mistakes. Sure. You know, um, and and just some of us get really got caught for them. You know? Exactly. And, uh, well, so go ahead. But I, the one, the one guy I've been talking to, Jason, he has, he's acclimating great. Um, but he, he does tell me it's a little, there's a lot, a lot going on. I texted him the other day and he even, he texted me back. He's like, it's so weird for someone to contact. How long was he in prison for? 14 years. 14. Think about 14 years ago. Oh my, that's back with, we're just getting cell phones don't even have cameras on them you know that's about that time right oh yeah i don't even think the iphone was out no no way no oh and the uh, just driving down the streets probably gonna freak him out with uh, probably good food anywhere he could go to the what we consider shitty food and it's probably the best food that he's had in 14 years i have heard that a lot of the guys they throw up oh 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 wow that's interesting that yeah. is very interesting uh, it's like it's too rich it's too pure it's yeah. too, or maybe not but uh, uh, it's just too much yeah. wow wow that's something I never thought about that's oh. but hopefully you know these guys continue to get out and have a good support system from, from you guys and we try uh, I tell these guys it doesn't end when we leave right you know we always want to be a constant source of support for them when especially when they get out Mm. Yes. So they get all the dogs from Marley's Mutts, right? No. No? We, uh, okay. 
different rescues. So they kind of do an open call. Okay. So uh, it goes out to rescues and shelters and any any dog that you want to bring up, you can bring up okay. on assessment day. And like I tell people all the time, if the dog doesn't pass, that's fine. <laughs> It's but not a bad dog. It's pass just... if he doesn't come. There you go. Like lottery. You can't win if you don't exactly. <laughs> buy the ticket. <laughs> okay. A nice parallel there, Lynn. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Marley's Mutts, though, is the one who owns or yeah. produces the positive change. Yeah, that's uh, Zach's baby. Mm. His other baby. Nice. Yeah, just had a new one. So, uh, what else are, are you doing? You, you have... Uh, a company that you work with with CBD oil, right? This is Koi? Yes, Koi CBD. Um, the owners actually adopted one of our fosters. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, they they know Brie. Okay. From childhood. Oh, well, it only makes sense that they would sponsor I Pity the Bull then. And I, we had a beagle, Wally. I think you met him the first time you came. Right, the right. In the corner. Yeah. Um, the last, they, they were just starting out and they said, hey, try this with Wally, you know, and see if it helps his anxiety. Yeah. You know? And for the last four months of Wally's life, he was able to walk again without being pulled around in a cart. Mm. And he was chasing a ball, even if it was really slow, yeah, was he was like, chasing a ball. He was meandering a ball. <laughs> but it, it made the last four months of his life very comfortable. Wow. And then I, right around then, I started hearing all these success stories. But it was like, why do we use it only when they're dying? Right. Why, why are we waiting to use this great thing at the very last minute? So we use it for all our dogs. Well, I look forward to the day that I, I finally do use it with some of my dogs. I'm just really kind of waiting for it to, I don't know, peak or, or uh, settle down because it's just, there's so much of it everywhere and I hear so oh, many yeah. different things and uh, I hear that, uh, Koi, what is that? Is it hemp-based or is it? It's hemp-based and is there any... zero THC. Okay, is it, tell me about it because I, you know, people talk, you don't know what's real and what's not real. Yeah. Um, it, give me some. It's a full spectrum CBD, so it's basically, it's, it's marijuana without the, the THC, which right. is the feeling you get when you're floating. Right. The right? Or euphoria. You're or you're feeling great or you're feeling paranoid. Right. We don't want that. Which, when there's THC in it, the dogs can react the same. They can right. either feel like they're floating or become paranoid. Yeah. And we don't want a, a, a pit bull to become paranoid, right? You don't or want a, any dog uh, with a chainsaw. Chainsaw under their nose, chainsaw under their nose. Ah. So, so tell me why, I mean, aside from the fact that uh, they adopted a dog and presented this to you and they, they knew Bree from childhood, what is it about the Koi product? Did you try other products? I tried it myself. Oh, and it worked with you. And I, I've had six concussions. Well, we're going to talk about that in yeah. a second. But. And uh, I just got used to having, being off balance, having vertigo spells, oh. vestibular problems. I, I learned to manage it. Like you were on a, a ship all the time. Yeah. Okay. And you learn to manage it. And I, I start taking it. <laughs> like, because uh, what could happen? What? And I couldn't, the THC was making my head worse. Okay. Okay. I actually went to a doctor about that and he said if you have a TBI, 
more times than not. Was this TBI? Uh, traumatic brain injury. Okay. And uh, the THC actually will make you feel worse. Mm. And it did. And so you've been using the koi and, it, and you've been, you're not uh, Captain Jack Sparrow anymore wobbling yeah. around. I, there's no way. As soon as I started taking it, I was able to drive again. Oh, that. Like for far, far places. That's amazing. That's what we are just talking about a person getting out of prison and the freedom. Must be a wonderful feeling to be able to, well, we just, you drove up here. It's great. <laughs> you get something taken away from you. Oh. Like. Even being when I, I lost the ability to tie my shoe. Oh my God. And I had to see a speech therapist because I couldn't form sentences because it wasn't registering from my brain to my mouth. So when you get something taken away from you and you have to earn it back, it's the most amazing feeling in the world. So right now, driving is great. So when you call me and you say, can you come to Lisa's? I'm coming because I, I can drive. That's amazing. I don't care about the traffic. So that's... That should be the thing you're promoting big time because you have a, a success with it personally. Personally. Wow. So it's, you know, it's people are like, you drive three hours to prison, but see, I love what I do. That's, and the fact that I can drive. That's the joy, right? Ago, I couldn't be part of positive change because I couldn't make that drive. So why is it that you're a magnet for concussions? What's going on there, buddy? I don't know. I think I have an oversized head. Yeah, well, maybe now it's so swollen from all of the bruising. Uh, what? How, you've had six concussions. Six concussions over a span of like 15 years. I mean, you're not even playing professional football. What's going on? I mean... Yeah, no. Uh, it happened from... I've had concussions in fo from football in high school. Okay. And um, I fell... In the empty spa, working. Oh, and that's a, into an empty spa. And that's not even just a flat fall. You got angles that you're dealing with there. Oh yeah, right? it was that was fun. Oh my god. But it's, I think it's like, I don't know, ten percent of people who have multiple concussions experience what I got. Mm. So you're in the ten percentile. That's. I was lucky one. Wow, dude. Well, we got to get you a helmet and some uh, some <laughs> rearview mirrors. Yeah, I. Um, but I've gotten better. It's gotten better. It was a long. Just thinking about the hospital bills alone for one concussion, dealing with that, and six of them. So you weren't even able to work anymore then. Like a what did you do before? What were you doing? I was an account manager for a tool company. Oh wow, and that seems like you could still manage with but you couldn't you just couldn't no. i would have to climb ladders oh i see ladders. yes because you got to climb up to get inventory people, you know concrete breakers yeah we got can't have you near that <laughs> got to get you away from that I'm we don't want suspect before we don't want others with the <laughs> to get a concussion from you um but uh wow so you're you're healthy though now i feel great that's awesome. I feel great and uh, couldn't come at a better time, um, especially with my son. Yeah. Well, he needs you, man. He needs you to be able to run around and wrestle in the yeah. grass pretty soon, go camping with him. I even quit smoking cigarettes. Shut the fuck up. I quit. I smoked for almost 18 years. And I, when I started with the CBD oil, it was right around when Camden was, you know, right. when Bree was pregnant. Right. And um, I just stopped smoking. I need to be healthy for my son. 
Wow. I that's have to be. It's not that's a option. 18 years is like a, a massive commitment uh, with smokers. I mean, it, that's generally becomes lifetime. I, I love the smell. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I, I don't know it, how. It, it uh, it's nasty. Whatever, but I'll, I find myself like, oh, what's that? Sense memory, you know. Well, wow. Did you have trouble stopping that? Did you have to do the patch or whatever one of those things are? Or were you able to wean off on your own? All I had to do was look at him. Uh, I mean, really. Like, and he is a sweet, sweet little I'm boy. Already, Magic. I'm, 40, I'm 42. You're old. I'm old. I'm he's 50. So. Oh, my God. So when he's 10, I'm going to be 50. I'm all, that already kind of makes me an older. Hey, look, I'm 50. Stop saying it. So. <laughs> You're looking at me. This is what it'll look like in, when you're 50. And I hope I look like this. <laughs> oh, shut up. Thank you very much. But uh, but I want to be able to run with him. Yes. And I'm not going to do that smoking a cigarette. I throw a ball when he you know, wants to play baseball, football. I need to make him believe I'm like the strongest man in his life for as long as possible. Oh, wow, man. I guess that's a so you know, hear you hear everybody say that having a child changes everything. And uh, I can imagine that's a sobering thought to not be there for your child no it's a, i don't even like being i i have to give him a bath if i'm not home by six i make brie wait to give him a, i need to give him the bath uh that's like our time that's cool yeah and the rubber duckies and the, oh yeah we, and he then, does whatever and the bubbles. takes buckets of water and throws them on my head or whatever it is uh, you know that's cool yeah uh and he is just a, a lovely He's just always smiling. He's just He's glowing, a, glowing yeah. every time I, I see him. Wow. We try, we do, we make, we have seven dogs, a pig. Tell, and <laughs> tell me about the pig. I just saw you guys built a, a, a pig house. Yes. There's no, no wolves coming down and blowing that one down, right? <laughs> no. it, it looks pretty solid. It's solid. It's, um, it's not going to, we can move it, but take like four people to move it. Well, I saw him when he first got in there. He looked extremely happy oh, running in and out. Like, this is mine. This is mine. Is this really mine? <laughs> he resisted it for like a week, though. Well, I only saw the video. Though. He looked like yeah, he loved it. But he loves it now, and he's uh, the most antisocial animal. <laughs> they say pigs are social, very social and smart. They're very, oh, he's very smart, but he only likes me. Yeah, well can't blame him for that right i know <laughs> what's his name again snack pack snack pack wow and he's big for almost 200 pounds that's pretty big man you can't he's be wrestling that around oh my god and he's all black and he just we have six pit bulls in the house and everyone will ask is the pig out is the pig out <laughs> wow and I mean, I've been to your house. You got a decent yard. And, I mean, you bring that guy in the house too, right? He stopped going in the house. Right. He has Just no desire. Keep to me out of there. Hang he said. out with anyone in the house. So wow. I just made him a place outside the house. Well, yeah, he's got his own little house. And he has his own little house, and he he can't be bothered. Does he have his own Instagram too? Or is yeah, this a part of the message? Yeah. He shares it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what is a do you have a any personal goals for yourself aside aside from my pity the bull and the positive change? Anything to do with dogs? Do you have any personal goals that you are looking forward to uh, achieving? Um, you know, I've received I never wanted becoming a dog trainer wasn't anything I aspired to do, but the more I work with dogs, the more rescues kept asking me to work with dogs mm -hmm. and 
essentially I become these rescues trainers. Um, but I have a goal. I, f- I want to learn more. Mm. But you're in the right place. I got the, I got the psychology down of it, mm-hmm. but I want, I need to be around people that, you know, are better, have been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I need, I want to help more dogs, but I can't help more dogs until I get better. But I can still help a lot of dogs. Right. But there's... I've well, that's where you get a lot of your experience as a, a dog handler, just working with dogs. And, you know, uh, all the people that I've, I've trained over the years, the big responsibility that I put on them is spending the first six months giving back to a rescue in your community or wherever. And that's where you get... Uh, all your, uh, you know, hands on because not not everybody's gonna pay you right out of the gate. So, but you work with rescue, so you yeah. are. I still go to the Shell Upland Animal Shelter and work with dogs just for me. Yeah, that's good. Just to, because there's dogs there that where I'm in a place where maybe I might be the one that can work with this dog out of everyone there. So I work with that dog. Mm. I work with that dog, and you know, but there's. I've been places. I have rescues call me. Hey, we adopted this dog out. Go check out this dog. And I'll go and I, I can't work with this dog. Mm. I have to walk away. Yeah. Well, like when you had me come over that one time with that dog, it was tied up outside. Uh, yeah, I can see you. You want to be able to do that. And, yes. Um, yeah, you don't want to go and just do that, though. No. <laughs> you want to get hurt. And yeah. I, I, again. You got to be around. <laughs> I have a son. I can't. Moving from concussions to uh, losing limbs. We don't yes. want that. Yes, so um, well, you have plenty of time. You have, have plenty of time for that. But you know, and I again, this comes from you. You mm. know, I there's so many dogs that I can help. You know, so I focus on that. That's that's right. And if I again, I'm always quoting you. That's all right. But you know, if you can't say no, you have no business saying yes. This is true. So I say no. I've learned to say no, and it's okay. It, it doesn't make me a weak person. It's the best thing you could do first. Is yeah. learning how to say no, because once you, I could never say. That's how I learned why I came up with it, because I could never say no, and it's you get too overwhelmed and yep. you lose your soul uh, because you just give it away too much. And you gotta be able to say everybody out there, you gotta be able to say no. I mean everything from overworking to your innocence, you know, uh, your money to everything. You gotta be able to say no before you. Uh, can say yes it's very important and I'm glad that you're you're doing that yeah so and I'm helping a lot of dogs I personally just want to be better well that's a good thing man you gotta always strive to, to the next level learn practice master begin again yes so what's your next step as far as uh, education you <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh, this is this is the first time I'm announcing it to everybody as well as uh, John did with his uh, rescue but I'm working on the website right now uh, I haven't worked on it in years and putting up some new programs and one of the programs that I'm uh, doing is going to be an elite type of program that's only going to be in twice a year and uh, the students I'm not going to take more than 10 are going to be hand chosen, hand picked, and they're going to have to jump through hoops, uh, through written 
uh, and video uh, application and then a, an interview. And I'm uh, going to do that twice a year. It's going to be 21 days, just like the habits. You change habits in 21 days. We're going to change your life in 21 days straight. I don't want to go all into it right now, but uh, one of the locations we're looking at uh, is close enough to you, and I'd like you to be a volunteer there. You can get a lot of... That way, you're not a student in there. You're actually involved in a deeper level, and it's 21 days. I'm glad we're having this conversation because I was... Hit you about that. No, I want you. I want you involved. You're yeah. literally a school of dog psychology's educational partner. So, you know, you you went. You got to go to all of the uh, seminars. I don't do those at this moment. Next year, I'm going to be doing a bunch. But I want you to be involved uh, because you're not. You're not. Uh, it's not ego with you. You're not out there trying to be famous. You, you are doing it for the right reasons. And these are the kinds of people that will be going to this program. And and they are. These are going to be special people. And I'm going to have special people volunteering to help with that program. So I want you to be part of that. Well, thank you. I was talking to Bree about that. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. She's all 21 days. I said, yes. She's all. You're gonna take 21 days off. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's coming to Upland. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking 21 days off, but I still I get to come home. Yeah, it's it's only 15 minutes from your home if yeah. if that location works out, so yeah. that'll be good. So, um, you know, and I know, I I just have to tell you. Oh God, right? should I turn away? Am I gonna get no, blushy? I'm just letting you know, man. Like for anyone listening out there, like I my my time with Lynn, actually seeing him work with dogs has been very limited. But we were, my organization was fortunate enough to travel with him during these seminars. And I'll tell you what we learned, especially me, I learned so much about dog behavior and how to handle my own dogs just by listening and going to these seminars that I could only imagine what I'm going to learn. Hands on. Hands on. So thank you because... Like I tell, I, I sing your praises all day. Like the guys in prison, they I quote you. They know me in there. So you don't put your name on a wall in prison because you come back to see it. Don't. <laughs> What's well, like? I always, if I say something, you say I always have to. I appreciate that. I'm always like, okay, well, my mentor, Lynn. Who's Lynn? Lynn Oki. He told me this. I appreciate you that. You know, because it's just I didn't wake up one day and decide that I was gonna say this stuff. So I appreciate you. Bree appreciates you. Our whole family. Tara, everyone, everyone that went along in that seminar, man, like, you changed our lives. Oh, well, I appreciate that. It's very kind. Enough about me. Let's talk about me. <laughs> um, tell me, uh, what, what, what's the most common question you get asked by people about, about you? Not, not necessarily dogs, but about you. How I manage running an organization, running an organization helping out the shelters, helping people with their dogs, and still having a family, two kids. Seven dogs. Seven dogs and yeah. a pig and sometimes a foster. Yeah. And the answer is sometimes I don't. Is there a cape under there that you know? Are cape. you Superman? What's going on? If there was, I, I'm so short I'd trip on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. Superman. <laughs> He's that's a good question, though. How do you? I mean, that's a lot to handle. I mean, I, I pity the bull is not a small uh, thing. I mean, it's known you got a lot of responsibilities. You're putting yourself out there for other rescues, other people with dogs that adopted from re- these rescues, and uh, and you got to provide not just uh, income, but 
emotional support, uh, being a family. How do you how do you do that? What what do you tell these people? It, it's not perfect. It's not perfect a lot. Well, and perfect seeking perfection is weakness. The seeking the, excellence, however, yes, is strength. When Bree moved in last year, mm-hmm. a lot of changes. So I had Bree moving in. She was six months pregnant. <sighs> okay. Jaden switching schools again. That's that's traumatic for a, a child. When you say it again, again, that's a switching schools. Right once she got comfortable at her other school. Oh, that's worst. She brought her two dogs. Mm-hmm. Which meant with all the dogs living in the house, everyone moved. Mm. Territorial changes. Everyone moved, and it. We were fighting a lot. Well, you know. Yeah, you're in close quarter battles there. We were fighting a lot. The dogs were fighting a lot. I'm mirroring you guys. Well, it wasn't... The dogs weren't fighting when we were fighting. The dogs were fighting when we... And I'm using air quotes. I know you can't see when we were not fighting. Mm. Right? When we're when, trying to be cool in front of the dogs. When you were suppressing the wanting to fight. So that is the mirror of you. They're screaming out what you're thinking about each other. And then they, yes. they would fight. And But you would become a team at that point to... I mean, yes. literally break up the fight and and then oh, yeah. heal everybody's wounds, and that yes. probably was a was a good thing for you guys to bond. What's well, like so a to reality speak. check? Yeah. It's, okay. Well, these dogs are feeding off something, and it's got to be us. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be us, and you know, to answer the question, like it's we're at a point now, uh, and me and Bree we joke around a lot, like, wow, can't believe we even made it <laughs> last year, you know, but we're we're still together, and it's. The communication is better, um, and and the dogs are now adjusting. Nice. As we are adjusting, it was just my I needed it to happen faster. Right. Faster mm-hmm. and faster. And why can't we all just get along? I don't understand why people are in the house are so unhappy. I'm providing, but that's not what they're seeing. They're seeing why is John so frustrated? Why right. does he walk in the door like he's the police yeah. busting through the door? So it's. It's just a lot. Of- so your your actions weren't matching your words, is what you're saying there. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. And I have I I I'm not perfect. No. I'm not perfect a lot, and um, I miscommunicate a lot. And I'm sure if Bree's listening to this, she's probably saying you miscommunicate all the time. But the fact that she stuck around during that period, uh, so that to make it this this time where you guys are communicating, uh, speaks a lot about uh, what kind of person she is. Yes, she's uh, she's loyal to the core, man. She mm. will, she will fight for me. She will. She always has my back, even if she hates me. And I'm not sure I would want to <laughs> have her fight me. I mean, she's such a sweet person, but I I can see that you don't want that to turn. Like, no, she's, she's a tough woman, man. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, but yeah, she's. But um, to protect me, I would definitely want her on my side. Yeah, and so again, it's not easy i have people out there oh i want i want seven dogs you don't want seven. no i'll tell you this right now you don't and i love our dogs mm-hmm. i love our dogs and yes we have them all it's all great it's all how what would you tell these people who want your life right now exactly what you have they they see uh, what you have right now but they don't understand the struggles that it took to get there what would you tell those type of people i i would tell them just Make your life what you want. 
not try and have somebody else's life. No, it's especially in social media. Look, a picture is like it takes two seconds to take a picture. Right. Right. One minute. Now Instagram has videos up to one minute. Right. Yeah. So that gives you one minute into someone's life, which gives you twenty-three hours and fifty-nine minutes and, of footage you don't see. And that minute is set up. For the most part, it takes thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's it's one minute out of an hour that uh, is the best minute, and you don't want the rest of the hour up. Uh, exactly, and it's just it's you know I've made it a, not a habit, but I, I I decided to post when it's not going great. Yes, it's important. When my dog's miscommunicated and I, I've learned from it. I love that about you. And it's uh, very important to be truthful. I mean, of course, put the posts up that uh, that are sweet to look at and, and, oh, yeah. and to be a part of. But, but to believe that things are uh, peachy keen 100% of the time, I, I think that's a mistake. And I love that you're able to... Um, Tell everybody how things are. I love that. That's my advice. Yes. Focus. Again, dang it, Lynn. What? What? If you don't know what you want. You can't have you it. You can't have it. So you can't want my life. Even when yeah. I go, when someone adopts a dog from a rescue, I go to their house. I tell them, what do you want? Yeah. Right? I go, because I'm not going to come in here and tell you how to run your family. You know, I can help you with a foundation. Yeah. And, and where you can start. But I, I can't tell you to run my house, your house, like I run my house, because that's my house. That's right. Six concussions later. You don't want to go through six concussions to get to what it looks like in John's world. Exactly. And then, so, so yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. None of us know what we want. Yeah. And until you do know, and you got to know, you got to be precise about it too, with what you know. Here's another way to look at it. You know, you can't get all the things you or thinking and dreaming about without understanding there's a process and it's not always easy uh, any process some people out there make it look easy oh yeah um but you know it's work it is a lot of work so listen to john <laughs> and uh seven dogs is a lot yeah oh my. I, I i've said it many times now i can't wait to just have one dog i love my dogs too but I can't wait until I'm just down to one dog that I can, because it's hard just for me. I mean, I don't have a family. I don't have a wife, kids, nothing like that. But I, I have five dogs and I don't get to bring them with me. If I only had one dog, I might be able to bring him with me more often. But it is, it's limiting your life when you have so many dogs. Absolutely. You You have to... And it's expensive if you have somebody watch your dogs with that many, especially with the dog world now. I mean, everybody's it's a it's a good business to be in and with dogs. But to leave my dogs, I've been gone. This will be three weeks. I've, I've been gone. Uh, on I'll be home hopefully on Saturday, and that will be three weeks without my dogs. And uh, that is tough. So I mean, I look forward to the day where I only have one dog. And then can come with me. So please, people. I mean, I I did learn from Caesar. I was one of only maybe a handful of people who actually worked with packs in the way we did. And you know, there was a time when I had twenty five dogs, but you don't see me doing that anymore. Twenty five of my own dogs. You know, you, you know, we. It's tough. It's hard uh, to to maintain that kind of a life. So. Seven dogs in an apartment, seven dogs in a small house. That's 
that's a lot of space eaten up and time that's 700 uh, degrees of temperature each dog being 100 degree body temperature that's a lot a lot going on there and a lot of food seven times the food seven times the vet bill now, one of my dogs has a knee issue that's going to be four grand imagine if three of them happened at the same time how are you going to do that let's get real here people i love that you want to have dogs a lot of dogs but it's not doing the dog so much a service if you overwhelm yourself it's better to take care of one than have seven that you can't take care of anyway that's my soapbox all right i'm up there with you all right. i'm living it I hear you. <laughs> like i said i love them yeah with all my heart each taught me something about myself and they still teach me things about myself but it's a lot it's it's a lot so Tell, uh, tell us the uh, social media stuff where people can get a hold of you and check you out. So uh, our social media is I Pity the Bull. Like uh, Mr. T, I like Pity Mr. the Fool. But uh, there's two T's in pity. I Pity the Bull. It's so spelled wrong. It's just spelled just, it's just an English nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, I Pity the Bull on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we have a website too, IPityTheBull.com. And that's for the foundation. You don't doesn't have foundation. Ipitythebull.com. Just ipitythebull.com. Okay, so it's ipitythebull all the way around. All the way around, and uh, you know. uh, so you've got some swag too. Some I wear I wear the ipitythebull hat all the time. You see me in the pictures. I wear it all the time. So you can get a, a hat, shirts. Oh yeah, we we sell merchandise. Um, you know, we're we're big into rescue. We always will adopt first, but we always believe that. The best way to save a dog is to keep yours. That's right. Um, we're here to help you keep yours. So he's he's being he's being a little modest there. I want you to understand that these products that uh, he's selling is to help his rescue that he's building. And so a hat, a shirt, even the CBD oil that is in his company, but he's sponsored by that. He the I pity the bull gets a percentage, maybe. Absolutely. Do you have like a code if they went to Koi? Nope, we uh, worked that out to where no one has to do anything extra. Okay, they so do how do they how do they get a hold of Koi? It's Koi CBD K O I CBD dot com. There you go, and you can buy those things, or you can just simply send in a donation, and that donation can go to the the e the uh, website, right? The email. Yep. All right, people, that'd be great if you could help it. I love this rescue. I love the fact that you're actually now going, you've been doing this all on your own. Pro, now it's nonprofit. You did all that work. It's time. It's your time. We're ready. We're going to start with one and we're going to grow it. That's right. So again, we're going to, we're starting all over again. All right, John, I really appreciate you driving all the way up here and to Absolutely. be on my show. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done this over the phone. I, you're, you're too important to do that over the phone. I want to do it face to face. So I appreciate that. Thanks again, buddy. Nice. Of course, man. All right. Take care. Thanks. Well, that was my conversation with John from I Pity the Bull. Good guy, huh? I wouldn't lie to you. I hope to have him on the show again real soon, and I'm, I'm probably going to see him again in the next few weeks. All right, guys, take care, and I'll talk at you.